Welcome to I'm Absolutely Fine, the podcast from the mid-alt that looks at all the glamour and indignity of being a grown-up. Hi, I'm Emily. I'm absolutely fine, but I woke up at four o'clock in the morning the other day with the perfect response to an argument that my husband was having with someone at dinner almost exactly a year ago. Oh my God, that's pathetic and also quite interesting. What was the argument? So the argument was about sort of tech in the UK. Bloody hell. And I know, it was like not an avenue that we generally go down, <laughs> and which is probably why we were sort of so stunned. And I think my husband was talking about kind of European sensibilities and the American... Opponent. asshole, um, said something like, hey, you're not in Europe, did you not get the memo? And, uh, and did you and, not get the memo? Yeah, I know, oh which is God. so annoying. And we were both like, oh, okay, you're a twat, but we also had nothing to say. Anyway, then at four o'clock in the morning, I was like, oh my God, I could this a year later, okay, and I'm never going to see this person again. I thought, oh my God, I could have said something like, well, new countries like yours, you know, don't know how hard it is to disentangle uh, millennia of kind of trade and, uh, and interests and sharing and fertile soil, et cetera, et cetera. Um, but I didn't, and we didn't. And now it would be super weird if I went up to him. If you if thought I did about ever... that at the time, would you have actually said it? I don't know. See, that's the thing. Ultimately, that's actually the question. Would I fluently be able to kind of argue something back or whether it's like would you my... be no it's, I, you're perfectly fluent the question i'm asking you is would you have been prepared to be the asshole no to counter asshole attack i have no idea i feel it's a bit like when i play tennis where i hit one ball over the net and it's fine and then i can't hit another one so then the the sort of the game is the the, the point is over do you know what i mean like the idea of having a kind of verbal rally makes me feel Oh, you just think you have to send a shot out into the dark and then run away? Yes, basically, uh-huh, yeah. exactly. I know the feeling. Well, so, that's, that's Twitter, isn't it? Yes, exactly. Anyway, so there you go. So, uh, pointless, four o'clock in the morning, you know, frustrating, annoying. But quite pleased with yourself, nonetheless. So pleased, which is why I'm actually talking about it. At least you can all hear it, even if this American will never hear it yeah. and, and whatever. Anyway, how are you, my love? Uh, I'm Annabelle and I'm absolutely furious because <laughs> Emily's made me turn off the fan to record this podcast. We asked you various test runs. Can we hear the fan? Will the microphone pick up the fan? It's quite a big fan. Yes, the microphone picked up the fan. So I'm going to get crosser and crosser and sweatier and sweatier, <laughs> you know, as a sort of overheated, big breasted person on a day when it's 32 degrees in London. Filthy. There was a meme the other day, wasn't there, that said, just at this point, everybody check on your big breasted friends. They are not OK. And we I are said, not Okay. <laughs> Not okay. Are Other they? people walk around in little sort of vests with spaghetti straps, and I'm wearing a sort of articulated, enormous situation. I don't know though whether it's actually better to wear more. I mean, I don't mean heavy, but whether to wear more fabric, like voluminous. Like I'm jealous of your. You've, you're wearing the most beautiful voluminous dress, and I don't know whether that's actually quite a good idea because you've got loads of air circulating <laughs> through it. Yes, exactly. <laughs> I know, but it's trapped air. It's hot air. <laughs> oh God! Anyway. Next to my hot body. Yeah. Anyway, we're all fucking hot. We know we're hot, and it is only going to get. Don't say it. It is only going <laughs> to get hotter. Don't say it. Don't say it. They say it's going to get hotter. <laughs> yeah. um, so we thought we would go all summary and think about some lovely things to play with, some beauty things to play with. 
because buying beauty stuff can be pretty feel good. I mean, packing for holiday, planning to get dressed on a hot day, that's all quite stressful. I think it can just leave you in a to you know blazing fears of misdelivery slips and overspending and re- trying on your old clothes and realizing they don't work anymore because the world has changed or your body's changed or and it's just stressful but beauty is not clothes beauty is easier and um some of the stuff i'm going to talk about is brand new and some of it is really classic and has been around for you know longer than i have and um some of it is budget and some of it is you know a bit treaty, but all of it um, can be used on holiday or at home and we'll see you through way past the summer and through into autumn and beyond. And I'm going to start with the body. Hey! The body. I've got a body oil that I really, lo- really I love. I love it's the, body oil. Wait, this is the only one, really, that I can cope with. Because even though you can put a bit of body oil on your arm and go, oh my goodness, it's so fragrant and delicious. The moment you tramp it on the rest of your body, you become a sort of terrible sweaty, slimy mess. It can take so long to soak in. Is there actually anything worse than the amount of the things that you have to wait to absorb? Like we're standing there in the bathroom Hopping from foot to foot, late already. Please absorb. Yeah. Yeah, please absorb. This is Botanico Vida Omega Oil. Uh, It's really bioactive. It's dermatologist approved. It's clean. Most of the stuff I'm going to be talking about is clean beauty anyway. But it's also stuffed full of omegas, which are kind of building blocks to help support your skin's cellular structure. So it's great for stretch marks. It's great for sunburn. It's great for scars. Or just if you want to give your skin a bit of love, you can use it on your baby. You can use it on your granny. Um, But the point is, it's very, I think it's very good for desiccated limbs. (laughs) Can I just try some? Try some on your desiccated limb. It's got a really delicious sort of light citrus smell. And once it's on, (gasps) it's gone. It has gone. That's amazing. You do actually feel like you wouldn't have to like hop, hop for a while. Nice. Or not be able to put like any other layer on for a bit. No, it's a really good one. It starts at 13 quid. And it smells good. If you want a traditional body lotion, I mean, you know, go and buy something, you know, incredibly expensive and in a beautiful glass pot or bottle for £60 if you want, because that can be a great thrill. But I would always turn to CeraVe. CeraVe moisturising cream which is about £12.80 from Boots for a massive pot. Um, and I go to CeraVe for, for everything. If I just had to a one-stop high street skin shop, I would go to CeraVe counter, I'd buy their cleanser, I'd buy their facial moisturiser, and I'd buy their body moisturiser. The reason it's called CeraVe is because the whole range is built about around these things called ceramides, which are lipids, oils, that are found naturally in your skin. And they support the skin barrier and they help you retain moisturizer and every CeraVe product has got that going for it that's their shtick um to help protect the skin's barrier it's unscented what I have always done if I want to like e45 cream is another quite good one if you want to scent cheaply an unscented cream just a couple of drops of essential oil so um for summer a drop of lime oil is really really good in unscented cream or even in the bath yeah lovely yeah I like the idea of a lime bath um and then the other body cream I want to talk about is there are some new creams out by Sol de Janeiro. Now, this is the Brazilian band, which is famous for the Bum Bum Cream. Do you remember that? Yeah. Um, the Brazilian Bum Bum Cream that was uh, uh, meant to perk up your bottom um, with because it was so caffeine-infused and guarana-infused and all <laughs> that stuff. I love the idea. I think caffeine at this point will be the only... <laughs> my bum will only be stimulated by caffeine. Well, yes, and also uh, the idea of perking up my bottom with a cream is a triumph of hope over experience. Um, But they have new creams out. My favourite one is probably the one that's called Coco Cabana Cream. This is their answer to deep hydration. 
And the smell is just coconut heaven. The smell is off the clock. I mean, smell this. Oh, my God. You yes, just want to yes, eat yes, it, yes, don't you? Yes, 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 yes. I love just that eat coconut it. cream. And, you know, it comes in little 50ml um, bottles, so you could take it hand luggage. And call me shallow, but it's super pretty. They've got little pastel and white bottles, sort of... They almost look like something out like of Dirty Dancing, don't yeah, they? Yeah, they do. Or they all look like paint pots or something. Yeah. There's something that's absolutely delicious. And I always find that when I unpack my sort of wash bag on holiday, my bathroom in, 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 in London is obviously like absolute chaos. It's like fucking Glastonbury because there's so much stuff that I'm always trying. But when I take a little, you know, my own little curated bag away on holiday, I always look at it laid out on my dressing table or in the bathroom, wherever I happen to have landed and think, ah, so that's my future for this week. Also, it is one of those moments where you can go, I did actually have my shit together for a second. Absolutely. When, the amazing moment when you go on holiday and you realise occasionally that you haven't forgotten something. Yeah. You know, because always I'm on the plane and I think, oh, fuck, have I got tweezers? It's usually yeah, yeah. tweezers, isn't it? Or my contact lenses, or which is seems mad that I would risk leaving home without them, but sometimes you just do forget. Oh. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I know part of me thinks, you know, as long as I've got knickers, I'll be fine. <laughs> and the other part thinks, but if I don't have that particular serum, then I shall never be the same again. <laughs> mad. Um, deodorant. So uh, there is a deodorant called... Kapari, K-O-P-A-R-I deodorant, which is aluminium-free, it's 100% natural, it's non-toxic, it's rich in things like electrolytes and amino acids and vitamins, all of which help it to tune into your body's unique function. And all of this, of course, begs the question, should we all be using natural deodorants now? Should we all be using natural deodorants now? Well, I mean, it's a question, isn't it? Um, maybe not for a 12-hour day of tube sweat and polyester, but for those slower days... Mm, I think, you know, this is not going to clog any pores or any lymphs. It makes you smell like fresh coconut milk. Coconut again. I'm really into it this summer. My other favourite really good natural deodorant is, has been around a while. It's a classic. It's the Marlin and Gertz Eucalyptus deodorant. You love that one, Yeah, don't I you? really like it. Eucalyptus is a really pleasing, fresh smell. You know, it's sort of what you want on your body. I don't really want to smell of... I mean, I use the Mitchin baby powder deodorant when I'm, you know, running around in London. But I don't really want to smell of, like, you know, those... They, they, suddenly, they suddenly seem very synthetic, which, of course, they are. Um, whereas the eucalyptus deodorant is, is, is synthesised with natural eucalyptus extract and also citronella, which is um, odour neutralising. Uh, and it can be used on all skin types. And it's, it's, um, it's heaven, actually. And it won't leave marks on your clothes because I can't put on anything black after deodorant without it just having horizontal white stripes yeah. through it. Also, there's that curse of all the, of the sub sweaty salt arm that you get as well with the rim, which I've never quite marked. I tried many YouTube tutorials about trying to clear it off. And oh, no, once your clothes get deodoranty, that's it. They might as well yeah. just be sweat-stained. That's, that's it. Upwards towards the face. Yay! <laughs> or downwards. Yes, the, upwards towards the face that may or may not be moving <laughs> downwards. Um, Oskia Renaissance mask. So um, this is basically a peel in a mask. And it is a multi-award winning plumper and brightener. And it boosts radiance. And it gets your, 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 those lazy cells turning over. It would be a very good thing to use you know, the day before you went on holiday. I wouldn't necessarily use it an hour before I went in the sun because it's got AHAs, it's got actives. But it's incredibly aromatic. And it energises your skin without stripping it. So you can use it on quite sensitive skin. So a, a, a peel, but not a scary peel. There's a lot, I have to say, Oscar is a brand that I really, really like. There's a lot of good things on it. I've just finished their cleanser, which is great. I've moved on to another cleanser now, but I do think it's it's a really, really good cleanser. 
and also their body milk. I think it's called, it's the Renaissance range as well. And it's like a pink milk and it's really, really lovely. Yeah, they do moon salts, bath salts, which I haven't. Listen, Oski is expensive. Um, you yeah. know, this mask is 68 quid. Yeah. Um, but it's a, a big pot. It's going to last you for, you know, certainly months. I mean, I, I'm more inclined to spend money on a mask than a moisturiser. I find that a pot of moisturiser I can get through in two weeks. So a 60 quid moisturiser is not going to work for me. Especially with things like the CeraVe facial moisturiser or whatever being so good and so good, such good value. And yeah, so yeah, yeah. If you want to spend money, accessible. maybe spend it on the serum, which has got yeah. all the actives in it. But anyway, that's the way I'm feeling at the moment. This is an advertisement from BetterHelp Therapy Online. Now, you guys know that we're not shy about getting things off our chest. The tiny inconveniences that can ruin our days to the big, overwhelming worries that can flood our nights. Trouble is, we all got into the habit of saying, I'm absolutely fine. Emily and I added the but specifically to get off autopilot and give ourselves the space to say what we were really experiencing. But we weren't always so free with our inner furies. A few years ago, I began experiencing debilitating panic attacks because I felt I couldn't tell anyone all the things that I was feeling, that I was not coping, that I felt like a failure. I was so ashamed, so I kept it all bottled inside. And of course, it started leaking out. It was only when I found a therapist and began sharing those doubts and insecurities with her that the panic began to dissipate. Because therapy can be a safe space to get things off your chest and to figure out how to work through whatever's weighing you down. So if you're thinking of starting therapy, why not give BetterHelp a try? It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a registered therapist and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. With over a thousand therapists in the UK already, BetterHelp can provide access to mental health professionals with a wide variety of expertise. And our listeners get 10% off their first month at betterhelp.com slash midalt. That's better H-E-L-P dot com slash midalt. Better help, because sometimes the best thing to do is acknowledge that we are not, in fact, absolutely fine. Mm. Eyes. Eyes. Hourglass Equilibrium Instant Plumping Eye Mask. It's expensive. It's a big tube. I would imagine it'll probably last for a year. 61 quid. Hourglass also do an Equilibrium Eye Cream, which is very, very rich. If you need that, it's a winner. This, I, I'm, you know, I, at the moment, always debating, does one need an eye cream or not? Or can you just sort of use your moisturiser? I think that you don't really need an eye cream. I think eye creams can build up under your eyes. They can form little balls of calcium. They can make you puffy. I just don't know. But before a party, an eye mask or an eye cream really, really, really helps. I thought it didn't. And then I was hanging out with someone who owns a really big beauty brand. And she said, before we go to this party tonight, I absolutely insist that you spend two hours doing these four masks. And I did what I was told. And, you know, someone came, went up to her and said, what's happened to Annabelle Rifkin? How she had a face? (laughs) (laughs) Which is both gratifying and incredibly insulting at the same time. But, you know, a mask does work. And this is an eye mask. I would now always use it before I'm trying to get dressed up and put on like a proper eye, a proper makeup face. I need to ask some stupid questions now. One... What is it supposed to do? Is it literally just supposed to tighten that bit under? Like, what are we achieving? We are achieving brightening. We are achieving drainage. So it gets rid of the puffiness. Ah. Um, We are smoothing fine lines and we're adding firmness. Now... Oh, and also, it can, it also it's, got, it's got some light reflecting stuff in, so the light can bounce back, so it can reduce the appearance of 
dark circles. This is all subtle. It's not surgery. Right. But what it really will do is if you put it on, and I would suggest putting it on no less than an hour before you put makeup on. Because if your skin is too creamy when you put makeup on, your makeup will slide around on your face. Your mascara, your blink and your mascara will hit your under eyes the whole nine yards. But what it will do is it will create a much more virtuous canvas. And, you know, at, at when you're sort of over 35 or 40 and you're putting on a lot of makeup, you need to, you need to prep your skin. Or <laughs> the makeup will just creep into lines that you didn't even know were there. Yeah. I love the idea of a virtuous canvas. We all want to start life with a virtuous canvas these Well, days. spiritually, I don't know if I can help. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But this will help the under eyes. But the eye thing is, it, the sort of the products, I, I, I got my hands on an, the Ordinary's Lash and Brow Serum and I thought, oh, I'll just try it and see what happens. And it has made a difference to my eyebrows. Oh, no, that stuff really does. I mean, if you get your hands on a Revitalash eyelash serum, your lashes will be a quarter longer within six weeks. But it's completely amazing. Like, I sort of didn't really realise. I, I thought, you know, like all of this stuff, like women's, you know, products, they're marketed to our elbows, kind of, you know. No, this has got proper of... chemical shit in it, peptides anyway. and stuff. And go. it does work on eyebrows and, and eyelashes. So that's worth a go. That's worth a go. Primers. Ooh, discuss. Do you need a primer? Mm, a primer that's just a primer, I can't really be asked. A primer that's also an SPF, ah. Yes, that makes sense to my multitasking That makes time. sense. So a couple, Charlotte Tilbury. Inevitably, we're all going to have some Charlotte Tilbury knocking around because it's just so good. She's got one called Invisible Flawless Poreless Primer, which is about £40. And, you know, it'll give you the SPF 50, but it will also protect hydrate and it will, it will prime your skin it's very weightless it's very satiny um and again makeup goes on better afterwards and i think it i think it makes makeup stick around for longer my current favorite though is a brand from naked sundays and um naked sundays is australia's best-selling sun care brand and they know a little bit about sun damage it's a mineral sunscreen called collagen glow and you want mineral sunscreens because they stop your pores from getting blocked but also it doesn't just offer proper protection. It blurs and it veils and it smooths. So you can use it as a sun cream, as a primer, or just on its own for a sort of Sunday morning, I now don't look quite so awful. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, so it's, it's, it's my new favourite. And it is £34. The Naked Sundays also does a spray, an SPF spray for top-ups, um, which is £24, which is also SPF 50. If you don't want to put sun cream on top of your makeup but you think you're feeling a bit burny or the sun's a bit oh, strong okay that's interesting yeah because i wondered about that in terms of what if you put makeup on on top like if you had if there was a spf finish so now let's actually do a little bit of makeup I've been banging this drum for a bit, but I'm just going to remind you about the nars pure radiance tinted moisturizer because this is it's very good for for summer evenings it's a muscular tinted moisturizer but it's less sort of solid than a foundation it includes an spf you know, obviously. On holiday when I use it, I just add a little dot of highlighter into it, liquid highlighter in the palm of my hand, because then you look really, really burnished. But I'm just praying that they never discontinue this. <laughs> because once you've discovered it, it really is it really is hard to walk away from. So when you've got your tinted moisturizer on on a summer evening, what are you gonna turn to next? Mm, probably blusher. So let's have a little chat about blusher. Um, don't be scared of blusher. Blusher is really, really important when it comes to sort of bringing your face to life. Emily, I know you're scared of it. <laughs> I'm literally creeping. I'm, I'm moving away from the no, table. No, it's a, it's a proper desert island blusher. Particularly, there are such good ones now. You don't risk being an Aunt Sally. And a, a trick with them, whether it is a cream 
blusher that you're going to put on with your finger or a powder one you're going to put on with a brush is to blend it from the apples of your cheeks actually up over your cheekbones because it will just lift. That's an Nadine Bagot tip. It will lift your entire face. So I've got two to talk about. They're both new. Rosie Huntington Whiteley has a new makeup brand. It's called Rose Ink Clean Beauty. It's very, very good. And this blush is called Divine Radiant Lip and Cheek Colour. And um, it is the most natural, creamy, multi-purpose flush of colour and glow and you know it just it's long wearing it's hydrating it's full of vitamin e and lots of skincare ingredients this is my new essential if i don't have this on me then i panic it's incredibly good um it's a cream blush often if i'm putting on a proper face of makeup i'll put a powder blush over a cream blush almost to set it and there's a new powder brush out by rms beauty Oh, by the way, the, the, the rose ink blush is £23. I think it's a Space NK exclusive at the moment, or it might, might, be, might be elsewhere by now, but £23. The RMS Redimension Hydra Powder Blush, £28.50, they call it wet powder technology. So basically, put it on with a blush and it turns to cream on your face. But it's, it, when they say redimension, it's got little pearls of something that pop and they really add a sort of roundedness to your cheeks. Again, it's full of skin ingredients, as everything is now. It's got jojoba oil in it. Um, it's got a little mirrored compact, which is um, refillable. I use a shade called Mai Tai, which is a coral shade, because I think if you're a bit brown, it's quite nice to use a peachy colour. Mm, nice. You know, um, to, 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 to lift. And, um, and then after blusher, you might think about bronzer. Ah. Now, the thing about bronzer is you need it to be matte. I'm all for the metals, but put on the metallics with intention where you want to, not with a bronzer that's going to go all over your face. It won't work. You'll just look it's all glittery and a little bit gauche. It won't work at all. Now, this, is a, this has been around for, I mean, I'm a, a 40 years, maybe more. Gerlad Terracotta Matte Powder. It's a very famous compact. You'll recognise it when you see it. One of the first bronzers, still one of the best. They've constantly updated it. It is thoroughly matte. And the trick I would give you for bronzer is we were always taught to apply bronzer with a massive, vast, fat brush. And I think that's a mistake. I think for bronzer, you want to apply it with a counterintuitively small brush so that you can be precise and you can use it to sculpt and you can give yourself a sort of goddess facial architecture. Bronzer isn't really to make you look brown. It's to make you, it's to improve the architecture of your face. Okay. So that's a tip for your bronzer. Now, also put on bronzer after your cream blusher. You want to put, put on powder after cream always. Powder after cream. Okay. Yeah, because cream can survive powder on top of it. Powder can't survive cream on top of it. Let's talk about eyes for a second. There is no need to buy an expensive mascara unless you need a tubing brand because you have a chronic smudge problem. And probably the best high street mascara launch in recent years is Maybelline Lash Sensational Sky High Mascara. It's going to come in under a tenner. It thickens, it lengthens, it builds, it doesn't clog or flake. The seal is just as likely to give up the ghost on an expensive mascara as a cheap mascara. It's so depressing when that happens. But at least with this one, you can probably afford to have a backup one in the cupboard. Um, and the other one that I would point um, listeners towards is Max Factor 2000 Calorie Mascara. This is not new. This is, again, probably 30 or 40 years old. Classic product, incredibly good. It does a very good dark brown for day and, again, comes in under a tenner. You're good at not you. You have a suggestion, don't you, that people shouldn't wear black mascara all the time? That they that people are frightened of coloured mascara, but actually it doesn't do what you think it is going to do. I think be careful of black anything around your eyes when you're no longer in your twenties. 
because <laughs> it's harsh and it can make you, it's a little bit Baby Jane. Um, you sort of get away with it at night. But there is so many good stuff out there that reads as black. I'm about to talk about one, actually. I'm about to talk about an eyeliner, which is a Chanel liner called Le Liner. Of course, it is in Ultra Bra. So it's a liquid eyeliner. I don't like those felt tip ones. This has got a sort of flexible but precise tiny brush for an easy, really sort of fluid application. And it is a very slightly metallic, dark brownie aubergine. Now, listen, for your cat flick, for your feline flick, and, you know, for your smoky eye, this is just as dramatic as black, but it is just much more forgiving. I think that's really interesting. I remember once I interviewed Joan Collins, who did all her own makeup for Dynasty. She had to put on that makeup at five in the morning. It had to last till midnight. She did it herself, and it's a tour de force if you go back and look at pictures of her. One of the things that she did was she put on a liquid eyeliner, and then she put on a pencil on top of that liquid eyeliner. Like almost to seal it on kind of Almost thing. to seal it on. And also I do that just to sort of perfect the shape. And again, I use um, a Chanel liner, which is called the Chanel Stilo. And again, it comes in those really, really good colours. And it gives you about 20 seconds to blend. And then that is not going anywhere. It just sticks around. Also, it's one of those roll-up ones. Because I don't know about you, but I never, ever have a sharpener. No, absolutely not. God, it's like one more thing to think about. And also, can you use a sharp, like a pencil sharpener? Yes, you can. It just gets a bit, you know, if you use, if you, if you double up your, you know, your kid's pencil sharpener <laughs> with your eyeliner sharpener, everyone's going to get pissed off because they're going to be great, you know. Wads of black. Yeah, exactly. Or All over their maths homework, whatever it might be. But I be. think it's because you gave me a navy uh, eyeliner and I was like, okay, well, this is sort of really, and it does really work. Navy eyeliner, very good with brown eyes. Purple eyeliner, very good with green eyes. Um, dark navy mascara, dark um, green mascara. You know, it, it, all, it all works. But, you know, if you, if you, if you want to stay safe and, and, and veer away from black, then a dark brown like the, um, like the you know, all the mascaras do it, but, but the Max Brand 2000 calorie is, is a good option because black is, you know, in you know, a winter morning, when you're feeling quite pale and interesting, but you've got to wear makeup to be polite for work, black mascara may not do you any favours, actually. No, particularly if it ro- rolls down your face because you're crying in the loo. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> Which is why you need a setting spray. Oh, my God. Do you need a setting spray? Hmm, maybe you need a setting spray. You might. I didn't think I did, but now I've decided I definitely, definitely do. I think it's one of those things I panic if I don't have it to hand, if I'm having to put on proper makeup. Now, Charlotte Tilbury's Airbrush Flawless Setting Spray, it holds makeup in place, but it also adds a very light veil of sort of pore-blurring Charlotte Tilbury magic. And it's, it's useful a few hours into a made-up face to just bring your makeup back to life. And you just think, oh, God, I'm looking a bit like an old warhorse. Oh, ping, there I am again. Particularly good on hot summer nights and for parties. So I, uh, and I've noticed that um, since I started using it, my mascara does not fall down my face with the same enthusiasm anymore, which is frankly a relief. <laughs> Definitely. Um, a, a slightly cheaper option is the Morphe setting spray, which is also very good. All the kids love Morphe. <laughs> um, and finally, it is quite a good idea, particularly with travel being in the sort of fucked fantastic ridiculous state that it's in to decant some of your essential stuff and take them land hand luggage so you need some decanting shit for that i know are we it's like that do you remember when muji opened in in uh in london and we all went mad for like decanting plastic bottles but yeah it's a bit like that there's a brand called kitsch k-a-t hyphen s-c-h which does um a, a travel set it's about a tenner you get three pouches which will hold whatever you need whether that's shampoo or body lotion you get um three spray bottles a couple of pots everything can go in there from foundation to eye cream 
to uh, your setting spray to whatever you might need. But I just think, you know, a lot of luggage is going to get lost. So if you've got something that means you're not going to feel yourself if you don't have it about your person, yeah. think about a bit of a decant. Also, because it's so infuriating because that you have to, you know, you ha- otherwise your only alternative is to buy once you're through security, mm-hmm. which is, you know, a waste of money if you've already got all your lovely stuff that you... Mm-hmm. So exactly, it's funny how duty free doesn't hold the deep, intense glamour it did for us when we were kids. No. Also, I like the fact that there are pouches. I'd never seen that before. I yeah, think. no, they're doing pouches now, and they, I think they're biodegradable, and they're and they're easier to pack. They take up less room. So I will be doing some decanting. Although the one time that I did decant some beauty products and took a bikini and spare pair of pants in my hand luggage, my bag got lost. Ah. So it was like I was sending a message of negativity <laughs> to the universe. <laughs> what? Like I have all I need, but actually I didn't. Yeah, yeah, exactly yeah. that. Wow. So um, I, I love all these products. I'll, I have been using them all. I will continue to use them all. Send us any messages on uh, Instagram. DM us on Instagram if you've got any questions. Yeah. And, um, and good luck with your summer fun. <laughs> uh, we're not ready for summer fun yet. We're going to be recording for another few weeks until we take a summer break. So we will see you next week. Bye. You've been listening to Annabelle Rifkin and Emily McMeekin of The Mid-Alt. Our book, I'm Absolutely Fine, is out now. If you like what you hear, please rate, review and subscribe. Hi, my name is Kay Adams and to be honest, I'm not so good with the ageing process. So I enlisted my old chum, the filter-free Cara McKenzie, to advise. Could you imagine being a porn star? The room would need to be really hot for me to strip (laughs) off. To be honest, she's not much help, but she is rather amusing. And along with some great guests, Joe Brand, Andy Oliver, Anton Dubeck, Ruth Langsford and Craig Revel-Horwood, darling, we are learning how to be 60. Listen wherever you get your podcasts.